And welcome back, Rad Dads, to another episode of this fabulous show. I'm Rob. And I'm Sal. Rob, you said fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about tonight, Sal? Our fabulous mothers and our wives, the mothers to our children. That's, that's a good topic, See? considering Mother's Day is around the corner. Yes, two, oh, one week away. No, two weeks. It's two weeks away. Yes, two weeks. Two weeks from this coming Sunday. Correct. But before we get there, I wanted to cover a topic really quick. We have some new listeners that I just wanted to give a shout out to. Recently, we, well, first of all, we have pretty consistent listeners from Canada, which is great. You know, thank you. Kudos to those uh, who are listening from Canada. I may actually know a few of them. We actually have a pretty big following in France and Australia. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. So I have no idea who they are. Actually, one of them may be a, a, a work colleague. I'm not sure, but thank you. And then uh, we have a, a big following. Well, not a big following. We have a, a recent following from the Philippines, which Ooh. we thank you. That's yes. probably a result of Maxine's interview. But we obviously thank all the local listeners, our faithful local Yeah, those listeners. are our staples, right? Yes. Our self-staples, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have a couple others coming out from UK, Russia, Chile, Ireland, uh, South Africa. So thank you all who have uh, listened to the podcast and, you know, we appreciate your support. Yes. Thank you. The reason right. why we keep doing this. That's right. With that covered, Sal, what are you doing for Mother's Day? I'll be on the soccer field, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, but we'll be on the soccer field. I was what, trying a, to... what a better way for a soccer mom to yes. spend her Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Two years ago, we uh, we were actually Mother's Day. We were at the turf. We had a soccer game, and it freaking poured. It was cold, and it freaking poured. Were you in your new house or still in your old house? No, we were here. We were in the new house. So we, we, we came off the field all drenched and wet and just got changed. And, and my wife, my wife just, she just likes to hang out with the kids and, you know, snuggle and schlep around in the PJs. What you know, else would you want to do on Mother's Day? If it's cold enough, light the fire. See, this weather's ridiculous. <laughs> it's supposed to be 88 this week, isn't it? Bring it on, because I'm tired of this cold shit. I think I speak for everybody. So what are you doing for Mother's Day, Rob? Uh, my sister-in-law is having a, a brunch, and then we'll probably take my mom out for dinner. Brunch? Brunch. What do you bring into the brunch? My wife and my kids. Prosecco. <laughs> Maybe. From mimosas. From mimosas. <laughs> Come or, on. Or what was it? The, Two weeks ago. The sal, uh, the sal drink? What was it? Pear the Bellini? No, no, no. Oh, with the pear, pear, pear nectar? Yeah, pear nectar. And stuff. You got to try that. I haven't tried that yet. Do you, do you usually, ex- uh, I was going to say exchange gifts on Mother's Day. Do you exchange gifts on yeah, Mother's Day? Yeah, my wife gives me a gift and, <laughs> and I don't give her anything. Of course, <laughs> of course I give her something. Really? My wife? Yeah. Yeah. You don't give your wife anything? Um, no, no, I don't think. Flowers. I haven't bought her anything on Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day in my house every day. Every day should be Mother's Day. Because mothers, I feel, do a lot. They do, but this is the day you're supposed to honor that. Do you get your mom something, actually? No. No? Mm-hmm. You don't get your mom anything? I don't think I get my mom. No, we do get my I mom think we get, I think we get flowers. See, my wife takes care of most of the presents. My mom honest. yells at us. She goes, don't, don't waste your money. I said, Ma, it's Mother's Day. You're my mother. She goes, yeah, take me out to dinner. That's what we're probably going to do is take my mom out to dinner. Because my brother uh, is taking her to breakfast, and then we'll take her to dinner. So Stinks. The handoff? Yeah, the handoff. Um, usually we do stuff together, but this year's a little bit different. I don't know. I have no idea why. Didn't work out. Most holidays work out. Like we take the morning or they take the 
or my family takes the morning and then, you know, our in-laws take the evening or vice versa. And it just didn't work out this year. So, so what's the oddest thing you've gotten your wife on mother's day? This is a trick question. I don't know. Are, are you fishing for something? No. I'm not exactly sure how to answer this. <laughs> Have you ever gotten her something odd? No. No. Oh. So what, what do you do? Hun, what do you want? And you get her something? No, or I, you just... at, I look at her Amazon list and <laughs> pick out what, she, what I think she should get. Nice. I mean, I'm not going to just get her something. I'm going to get her something that she can use. So I, I don't. So I got her flowers for Valentine's Day this year, last year, this year. So that was like a first in 10 years. So I'm good wow. for another 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no flowers. <laughs> I'm waiting for her because she's, she's around here somewhere. She's got the wooden spoon. Yeah. She's hanging around the corner. Hit me right in that side of the head. <laughs> um, no, I typically get her something that, that she wants. And for me, and this is going to be what I, what I actually wrote down for the dad lesson, but I'll say now, what I think is important, more important than us getting our wives something is our children getting our wives something. Yes. So I think it's important for, for my children to understand like how much their mother does. Though it may last a whole five minutes, it's still important. And I don't think it's something they should purchase. It should probably be something they make. Sure. Um, it means a lot more. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it means a lot more. And But, you know, my kids aren't the most artistic, so God knows what we're going to come up I'm, with. I've got – we have so many things that our kids made us for different holidays, and we got them all – like there's, we have two things, three things hung in my bedroom, uh, are the one year our kids made us dinner for our anniversary. They decorated the house. They made a big happy anniversary sign that's hanging in my, in my bedroom. Um, my, my, my wife's birthday, they made this, it's probably four feet tall, a card for my Jesus. wife, construction paper. They taped it all together. That's hanging in my room. So you know, th things like that. I, I, I don't get my wife anything because she's not my mother. She's my wife. But I will take my kids if they want to go to the store to get her something. Yeah. I encourage them to, to make something. And, and they, typically, they, they typically do. But I'll buy my wife flowers, nothing, you know, maybe some chocolates. but No jewelry? No, no, uh... no. She's not big into jewelry. I mean, she got an Apple Watch for Christmas. That's pretty uh, decent jewelry. I guess <laughs> if you want to call it jewelry, it's a watch. It's a watches are jewelry, aren't they? Are they considered jewelry? I get it's an accessory. What do you consider a watch? Jewelry? Hmm. I don't know. Look at most of the watch, like Mavada watches or. Oh yeah, I guess like you're right. Yes, Rolexes. Yes. I would consider them jewelry. Yes, this is true. This is true. We've typically done, you know, brunch. Brunches are fun. You know, 11 o'clock, breakfast and lunch. It's amazing. Lots of mimosas. What's in a mimosa? Really? Prose Ar Prosecco and orange juice. That actually just dropped two weeks ago. Yes, yes. Is uh -huh. it garnished with anything? Oh, yes, it is. With a strawberry. Very good. <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot. So I'm, I'm looking at a list. Mother's Day gifts for every type of mom. This guy's a whiz on Google. All right, They have... Go. Flavical popcorn seasoning. Okay, I thought you were going to try to grill me on this, and I obviously wouldn't have gotten that. Eagle Creek Packet Spectre Cube Set. I have no idea what the hell that is. Keep reading. I'm sure there's For the something mom perverted who plans on there. Road trips. Uh, Life Straw Personal Water Filter. Look at that. You get your wife a personal water filter. She'll beat me with it. 
Just, do you do you see my Instagram description? Fiery redhead <laughs> or fiery Italian American? Is that something like that? Uh, Grace Ilie slap cap. I don't know what the hell that is. What is a slap cap for the women who wears a very old bonnet? Oh boy! All right. For they, the, are they from Journeyman Distillery? <laughs> for the mom who's on TikTok, Revlon one step hair dryer and volumizer. Ooh, sounds fancy. Rob, turn your phone off. <laughs> Damn, you made me do it. Costa Farms, a snake plant with mid-century modern planter and plant stand for the mom who always buys fresh flowers. And for the mom who talks to her houseplants. What? Dude, this, oh, this actually says direct. for the mom who talks to her houseplants. This is not going in the avenue. I it, is it, a, go. it is a plant mister. Oh, I, I can look at something totally different if you want. No. For right, the, let me let me Google one and let's see uh, if you can get it. For the mom who likes plants but can't keep them alive, that's my wife. My wife too. <laughs> my wife killed a cactus. How do you kill a cactus? Hold on, did we share this story? I thought my wife killed a cactus too. <laughs> my wife killed a cactus. Probably gonna hear something now in the background. So. Oh my god! Uh, for the mom who has an apple a day, Miele Thune French honeysuckle honey. Hmm. These are. I, I, I think if I ever got my wife any of these, I think she'd toss it out the window. Did you come up with like the most uncommon ideas? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Just found the list. All right, here we go. Uh, obviously, you don't know how to Google. I don't know. Maybe you do. This is from. You're on the strategist, right? Yeah, the strategist. Yeah. What did I say? Strategist. strategist. Shut the fuck up. All right, fifteen. <laughs> All right, here we go. Fifteen best. Uh, Mother's Day. All right. Start guessing. What do you think is on this list? Dildos, vibrators, edible panties. No, none of those are on there, but that, that's a great idea. I'm sure, I'm sure your, your mother would appreciate that. Chaps. <laughs> Crunches panties. This is for, you, for our wives, no? Yeah. Still somebody's <laughs> mother. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. <laughs> You're sick, Rob. So there's a stone diffuser. There's Sherling slingback sandal. I'm pretty sure our wives would wear so that. So wait, I'm, leggings. Like, ooh, you, you buying your wife leggings? No, I don't buy clothes. So for the dad out there that doesn't buy your wife a Mother's Day gift and she wants to know why, you just simple explanation. You are not my mother. Yeah, I want to go with that. I would buy if, her a gift. If you have children. $50 or less. Have your children buy your wife the gift. Buy her something she small. She is, the mother, she is the mother of your children. Don't listen to Sal. She is not your mother. It's worked for me. And I'm, st- I'm still here. Happily married. 14 years. Been together 20? Since we were 16. And I'm 41. So we're 41. She's the same age as you? Yep. Oh, wow. She's three months older. I break her chops all the time. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> When when she turned thirty, every day I, until I turned thirty, woke up. Hey, honey, guess what? I'm still twenty nine, and I didn't do it when we were forty. <laughs> my my kids did it for me. <laughs> Sorry, my wife is a year and a half older than me. Oh yeah, I had no idea. So for if you want brownie points for for make brownies, breakfast in bed with some mimosas, maybe a bellini. And maybe Bellini. You know, we went out the other night. 
And that's what my wife got. The Bellini? Nice. She must have listened to the episode. I I don't know, man. If you don't get your reservation in on time, restaurants get super crowded. Well, it depends on how big your party is. We used to go to brunch at restaurants, but it it became a a pain because my wife's one of three. And then her mom. So you're talking right there. Six, eight. And that's without the kids. Once you start adding in the kids and each one of the daughters has two. Yeah, it gets crazy. So it turns into like a four-hour affair because you got so many people. By the time you sit down, you look at the menu. Who wants what to drink? It just, it just, it gets crazy. The brunches we went to. Buffet? Yeah, it was buffet Uh, style. So you sit down, you order your drinks, and then you go up. I, I, I think that's, that's to get the people in and out. There's not, there's not much to, to think about. Bacon, eggs, steak, chicken. You know, but yeah. Now we're back in my wheelhouse, so. Yeah. So we, we, we did the whole brunch thing. We got away from it. Uh, to me, if it's a nice Sunday, come to my house. We'll hang out in the backyard. I'll throw the barbecue on and we can sit in comfort, smoke some cigars, light the fire pit if it gets a little chilly, you know, and just hang out and have a good time. They can spend time with the grandchildren. Um, it's not, we're not rushed out of anywhere. We don't have to drive anywhere. That's if we do it at my house. I like to, um, I like to entertain the cleanup sucks because I, I like to be in the comfort of my own home, you know, just hang out and BS. But you don't want to clean up after everyone leaves. No, no, I don't. But <laughs> it, it, you know, it's fun. Yeah. No, that's why you have to have people who clean up after, after themselves and don't leave a mess behind. Those are the people you want to have over. The messy people? No, the people who will oh. put their stuff away. They'll... You know, they're not going to let their kids just like leave their plates there. Or if they do, if the kids do leave their plates there, they go and clean it up, which whatever, that's to each their own. But for me, in front of everyone, I'll reprimand my child to get his plate and put it into the garbage because they know better. Yeah. That doesn't fly in our house. It shouldn't fly somewhere else. So I agree. But I agree with you. I like hosting. I hate the cleanup, especially when you have like a family affair. It's a lot more people. When it's a lot more people. I do everything paper and plastic. So everything goes in the garbage. Yeah, that's what we do too. I like, you know, simple. Burgers, dogs, nothing nothing crazy. And when I get my smoker, smoke brisket. When are you getting your smoker? Are you getting one of those eggs? No, no. I did my research. I, I'm not, they were, they're expensive. It's, it's all porcelain. Don't get me wrong. It's, yeah, it's like 18 inches, right? Diameter? If you have a bunch of people over, if you're lucky, you get five, six steaks on it. You know, decent sized steaks. So it, it it does hold its heat. You don't have to get it as hot. Can smoke in it, but uh, I was thinking about a pellet smoker. It's not a bad idea. No. So what are the dads that are listening? What do you guys do for Mother's Day? Hit us up. Let us know. Yeah. Put a review on iTunes. Drop us a line or something. Throw it into our Facebook group. Because, Rob, you and I are pretty boring. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, I want my wife. There's stuff coming in for her that I didn't buy her. It's been, you know, not a lot of money. And that's what I was saying, like. If you're going to buy your wife something, spend like 50 bucks. Get her something like nice and cute and tchotchke, you know, something that she'll she'll use. But then really buy, you know, buy and help your kids put together stuff that really is going to reflect on their their thoughts of their mother. The other thing is I think most of the schools do stuff anyway. So they typically come home with something that's already pre-made. So yeah. most of the time you don't even have to worry about it. I, I just tell my kids, look, think about what you want to make, mom. If we don't have the... If we don't have the uh, items to make it, um, we'll go out and buy it. We'll go to 
Oh, you know, we got a Hobby Lobby near us, right? Where? Southbound by um, Skechers. Oh. Buy my wife flowers once every couple of weeks. Dude, you're killing me. Why? Listen to this guy. <laughs> it brightens up the house. Such a romantic. Do you, I, what do you buy? She, Roses or no, no. She loves uh, she loves um, sunflowers. So anytime I see sunflowers, I'll, I'll scoop them up. But you're on the road a lot, though, right? Yes. When you're typically yeah. So every time there. I pass a florist, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll pick them up. Uh, it was uh, so every time you pass the florist, every time you pass the liquor store. How do you even get home? <laughs> I can't seem to drive past the liquor store and not stop. <laughs> you know what just came out recently? I tagged you on Facebook. The new Blood Oath. Oh, pack seven. Yeah, I think. We oh, I saw six. that. Yes. Right. We yes. Got that. I got I got pack three though. Yeah, I don't have pack three. I only have pack six. Packs. So, we got to be on the hunt for that. Yeah, I tagged you. And I said we got to be on the hunt for it. That's exactly what I said. So, what do you want to do as the dad lesson tonight? I was gonna say buy or make sure your kids have a gift for your your wife, but you know, you may be going down a different avenue with this dad lesson. I mean, look, just make sure it's a special day for your wife. Um, if it's something that you don't do on the norm, just if you don't do breakfast in bed on the norm, if you don't make breakfast at all, make breakfast. Unless you're going to your in-laws for brunch, then that's not a good idea. Then make her coffee. Yeah. Cappuccino, espresso, something. I bring, make coffee every morning. Bring a mimosa. Bring a mimosa in bed. But make that day be about her the entire day. Every day is about my wife. See? You got to learn from Rob. Every day is about the we're, missus. We're recording this from my house. <laughs> and his wife is at the other end of the table. She is not, but she is somewhere. I don't exactly know. She's pretty stealthy. Should there be a special day for mothers? I don't know. I, I, I think mothers should have a day every day, just like dads should have a day every day. We all bust our ass. And, and, In different ways. Right. Yeah, agreed. But I think it's it's good. I mean, listen, I think it's more of a hallmarky holiday. I was going to say it's a hallmark holiday. But it's nice to, you know, pay. I mean, honestly, in, in most households, I think every day is about about the kids. In, in my mind, most most of the days are more centered around the children. Oh, absolutely. Than, 100%. Than the mothers or the fathers. But 100%. the reality is, you know, it, it's nice to bring some attention to the moms. And, you know, when it becomes Father's Day, it's nice to bring some attention to the dads. We'll do a whole episode on dads and what we expect on Father's Day. I mean, that's a whole nother. That's right. Topic. I expect to give, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I want to give. I won't be left fuck alone. I oh, want a present on Father's Day. Dynamic Wealth Consulting, LLC, where client financial education is the driving force to realization of goal planning and financial empowerment. Richard Latito and Dynamic Wealth Consulting specialize in developing a financial plan for clients, which includes asset management, insurance review, and estate preservation. This firm assists clients ranging from young goal-oriented professionals such as yourself, Rob, to the retiree and everyone in between. To have a no-obligation conversation with Dynamic Well Consulting or Richard Latito, please call Rich at 201-383-2277. That's 201-383-2277. Two two seven seven, or you can shoot him an email at r lotito l o t i t o at dynamicwealthconsulting.com. It is spelt as it sounds. R lotito at dynamicwealthconsulting.com. 
and tell them Sal and Rob from the Rad Dad sent you. Thanks, Sal. So we're going to move on to the bourbon tasting, and tonight we are going to be tasting Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea. That's right, you heard it. Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea. A blend of straight bourbon whiskey, very small batch. Very small batch. Very small batch. Interesting. So let's get on to the notes on this. Let's get to it. All right. So there's a there is a big write up on this, and I apologize. The distillery is Jefferson. I I really don't know because they put the barrels onto a an ocean freighter. The proof is 90, 45 percent alcohol by volume. Age is unknown. Batch size is very small batch, and mash bill is unknown. So awards none to note that I saw. And just some notes in 2008, and this is going to be a little bit lengthy, and I apologize, but I'll give you some history on Jefferson's and Ocean Age. In 2008, while aboard the ship of fellow Kentucky native and O-Search founder, Chris Fisher, Jefferson's master blender, Trey Zoller, got a wild idea. As he and Chris watched the whiskey swirl in their glasses, compelled by the constant rock of the waves, they pondered what might happen to a barrel of bourbon if it was aged at sea. Soon thereafter, five barrels of straight bourbon whiskey were loaded aboard the MV O-Search and sent on a three-year voyage around the globe. The rest, as they say, is history. The constant movement of the ocean and extreme temperature fluctuations as the O-Search traversed the globe completely transformed the whiskey. The result is a hyper-aged, thick, dark bourbon with incredible depth and complexity. The constant agitation and changing climate imparted a sweet, caramelized flavor reminiscent of dark rum, while the salty ocean air and sea spray gave the bourbon the savory, briny character of an Islay Scotch whiskey. Yeah. You got that? I hear it's really good. Since this discovery, Trey has sent hundreds of barrels around the world with each voyage seeing on average over 25 ports five continents and three equator crossings this is the best travel bourbon on earth no shit (laughs) i think it's one of the only interesting enough so for each voyage they will log the um the voyage so what we're tasting right now is voyage 23 so the cargo ship which i didn't know and i wish i would have known before i drank like five of these bottles over the past like five years oh so each voyage is slightly different it uh-huh. tastes a little bit different. Okay. So at, at the top, you can see here is, is Voyage 23. Bottle's nondescript, to be honest. There's an atlas on the back, but there's also a Thomas Jefferson's face on the top. So why, w- what changes? So, okay. The route changes. Oh. And the seas change. Oh, so it's, they don't, it's not below sea level. It's in the boat. It's in the boat that constantly travels. Uh, it's not like okay. that port, which I thought it would have Okay, was. okay. I thought it was below sea level. Uh, I had a uh, rum called Seven Fathoms. Uh, one of our mutual friends uh, brought a bottle back from vacation. And this was so delicious, the, the rum. Oh, my God. And it's called Seven Fathoms because it is uh, aged seven fathoms under s- below sea level. Interesting. Which is pretty cool. So let me read to you the um, transcript of Voyage 23. The cargo ship that would carry Ocean Voyage 23 halfway around the world arrived in Savannah, Georgia, where barrels of Jefferson's bourbon joined its manifest. Securely stowed, Voyage 23 left port at high noon under clear skies, warm spring temperatures, and slight seas en route to the Panama Canal. The shipping lane was unusually 
empty and traffic in the canal was very light, allowing Voyage 23 to make its passage in six hours and enter the Pacific Ocean days ahead of schedule. Adjusting speeds to a slower pace, Voyage 23 dropped below the equator, and while it, it was now winter, the seas remained unusually warm and all the way to Tahiti. The vastness of the ocean becomes clear in long crossings of ocean water. No other ships in sight, no, other, no sound other than the whistle of the breeze and the hum of the engines, and no significant weather disturbances other than well below, beyond the horizon. As quiet as the sea can be at times it is never at rest waves gently lap against one distant shore while crashing against another such was the journey of ocean 20 voyage 23 quiet and reflective interrupted only by days of import noise and activity every voyage is unique and unpredictable jefferson's ocean voyage 23 is a reflection of its travel where it was allowed to rest and take on the solitude of the sea and the character of the barrels that cradled the bourbon. Enjoy the remarkably smooth, buttery, smoky taste of Ocean Voyage 23 and reflect upon its transforming time at sea. Reflect on it, Sal. So, so could you a lot. Could you imagine being the captain of this ship and they just tell you, just sail. You got five barrels of bourbon, no, no, just no. sail. So O-Shirt goes out and does, if you go to Jefferson's website, they actually do a lot of humanitarian efforts, so they go and like save stingrays, sharks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, it's not cool. just they're going out. Oh and okay. It's a it's a joint venture between Jeffersons and Oshirch, who Oshirch and I, probably slaughtering the pronunciation. It sounds like it. Well, it's Ocean, but like E R C H at the end. Ah. So Oshirch, okay. I guess it's like research and ocean combination. I would assume Oshirch. So your guess O-shirt. is as good as mine. Oshirch. You know, from that perspective, I think it's a pretty cool and that unique, is pretty cool, unique. Uh, Absolutely, because t- typically barrels are sitting inside a rickhouse and just sitting idle, whereas these are getting slapped around. And if you look at this, I think he the original voyage was only five barrels, and based on what this is saying, very small batch. I don't think they send that many because this, I don't know what barrel number is or um, bottle number. It doesn't say. But there's not. I don't think there's a lot that comes out of each voyage. Oh, really? Yeah, I, think I mean, it's but, very limited. But if you think about it, a barrel I think gets you two hundred and say sixty bottles, maybe. So I, I there's got to be more than two hundred sixty bottles on the market. So if it is know. five barrels, it's, it's limited to say the least. How big are the barrels too that they're putting on there? It's a big true, ocean yeah. freighter. So the the color they, uh, I would say it's caramel. 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 What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Car- caramel. Caramel. Looks good. Uh, price point is what I found was between 68 and 85 So the what it says on their website is the nose and aroma is briny and toffee. Do you smell the third glass? Yeah, it's amazing. It smells delicious. I'm going to tell you. Take a whiff and just think. Think of the movie theaters. Popcorn, right? You smell popcorn? That's what... So, tasting notes, salted caramel popcorn. (laughs) It does say popcorn. Uh, The finish is warm, vicious. Does that say vicious? And a hint of brininess. It does say vicious. Viscous. Viscous? Viscous. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. So, um, very light burn. Very tasty. um, A good aroma. 
uh, I think the taste almost surpasses the aroma in my, in my regard. But Sal, I'm going to turn it over to you to do your review. So nose and aroma for the, the empty, the third glass, I'm definitely getting the popcorn. Definitely popcorn. I, I don't get the, I don't know what briny is or, or I know what toffee is, but third glass, definitely getting, getting the, uh, the popcorn definitely pops in the, in the, in the third glass. Now in my, in my full glass here, I'm getting the, I'm getting the carrot caramel, uh, tasting notes, caramel, definitely uh, tropical fruit. No way. I don't get tropical fruit. I get the saltiness. I get a little saltiness in there. That must be from the ocean. Very possible. Uh, finish, de- definitely a uh, slight burn, not too complex. I'm going to say this is an easy sipper. Definitely an easy sipper. If, if you know, put a cube in it, it'll, it'll mellow out the uh, the slight burn uh, upon the, the, the f- yeah. first sip. And I'm going to say um, this is definitely shelf-worthy. I guess it's time for me to give my rating, huh? Got to give the barrel rating. Overall, great flavor, great taste. Not complex, uh, easy sipper, as I said. I am going to give this, I'm going to give this a seven. Not bad, not bad. So for me, I am going to, on cost, I'm going to give it a one because I think it is um, a little bit on the cost, a little bit. Pricier side? Yeah, pricier side. Being at $85 is what I found it retailing at most times. And But I know when I looked online, I found some places that had it at 68. I think the taste is phenomenal. I'll give the taste a three straight away. And then I think... I'm going to give the... Drum roll, please. I think I'm going to give the aroma. It's not as good as some of the other ones, I don't think. I'm going to say, by far, the dry glass aroma. Yeah, that's really good. I can't... um, It's amazing the popcorn smell that comes through this glass. I've never smelled popcorn before. That's what it says. It says popcorn. I I know. Excuse me. It's really sweet. Right? Yeah. So I'll give it a two on the aroma. So that's a six. I'm going to give it a a 0.5. Just because it's unique. So I'm going to go six and a half barrels. 6.5. All right. I will say I'll pay up for it. It's a shelf staple. I like it. I think it's a nice, it's probably not your everyday sipper. No. But it'd be something you, you break it on the weekends for, you know, a nice new glass. Break yeah. the norm a little bit. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Not not an everyday sipper, um, especially because of the price. You don't want to be burning through $85 bottles of uh, yeah. bourbon every, every couple week. of days. Definitely a, a flavorful bourbon. Delicious. Not it doesn't punch you in the nose. Uh, yeah, and there's no real burn on it either. No, I I think it's just right. Happy Mother's Day, and thank you to all the listeners out there. Any any mothers out there? Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to tune into our next episode. If you like what you heard, share with someone you like or maybe dislike. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, iTunes, Podbeam, Google Cast, Pandora, YouTube, your sister's ass, and Spotify. Be sure to smash that subscribe and follow button, too. If you have any questions or comments or want to give us some feedback, you can hit us up at the Rad Dad Show at gmail.com.